The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, now you will. Your boy's going to jail. This is the Mr. Nelson <laughs> Show, episode, um, well, 206. That right. Yep. Well, it's a little close to the number 26, uh, just oh. to see the two numbers there. Thank God. Oh, it's a God. But I really I don't like the number 26. So. When are you going to get over that? Uh, never, Red. Oh, uh, it's been, uh, yeah, over 20 years now. Huh. So. Over uh, 26 years? Well, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yet. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's, thanks for reminding me. I've got that. Uh, to look you're welcome. Now, that, you know, it, mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. Huh, and you don't thing. have to put up with Red's insolence. It no. just shows his lack of character. No, man. Things I'm just like kicking that. nuts. I don't mean nothing by yeah. it. It doesn't matter. Well, it's me. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, we're learning about mental yes. disorders and what have you. Yes. And uh, understanding that uh, you can't just immediately judge people. No. For uh, <laughs> It does happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, if I were 18 years old uh, and diagnosed with these conditions, as I have been, uh, I would not be able to join the military. Because well, that. I know. Uh, just like There's some other, other people who have uh, certain mental disorders. What? Concerning their like confusion what? over things like. Gender and uh, oh, it seems uh, no. uh, logical no. to think that maybe the Don't military start. might want to put up with that either. Uh, no. It's only fair. Don't, how dare you? This ridiculous bigotry of this crazy theory that trans people are suffering from a condition known as gender dysphoria is outrageous and quite insane. Halting. But I thought mental disorders was nothing to be ashamed of. But it, it isn't, but... I, 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 what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, we'll yeah. see who's laughing when the Mueller report comes oh, out. God, not oh, not again. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> I mean, it's high time for that fool. Oh, my God. Get oh. off the pot. Yeah. You see, you always go to the lowest common denominator. It's so crude. It's, it's just disgusting. And, you know, I mean, yeah, we were talking about this before the show began. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I heard you. And uh, I tell you, I, I'm concerned about how Red's going to handle what? Uh, his golden boy being uh, frog-marched off to prison. Oh, you know, that, I, that I, ain't going to happen. Don't worry. This. It's going to be, well, it's gonna gonna be uh, extraordinary, to say the least. Nope. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be a show there. Uh-huh. Mm, the yeah. show you crap. What the hell? Why the hell are you talking? As I recall, uh, in our uh, last well, episode, uh, you swore an oath or yes. a vow of silence right. in solidarity with Fake news, oh, oh, stop Jim it. Acosta. Oh, God. Well, uh, late breaking news, a judge has overturned Trump's rule and what? has to reinstate 
Boom. Give a cast his press credentials. Woo! Oh, God, <laughs> oh, God, what's the world coming to? Not magazine, everything's crazy. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah, once again, a judge just decides, hey, I don't like what happened, so I'm going to rule by judicial fiat that oh, it shouldn't be so. That's uh, One wonders what the statute could be. <laughs> yeah, there what? wasn't one. It- the First Amendment, moron! It's called freedom of speech. Read the Constitution once in a while, Mr. Smarty Pants. Good Lord. His freedom of speech was not violated. He what? was still on CNN, yeah, but- espousing whatever views he wanted. Well, uh, CNN being a uh, news organization, so called, uh, a broadcast no, organization, shall we say, with an oh, international God. reach. So I don't see how he was uh, uh, locked away or he was uh, in the White House. <laughs> denied his rights of speech. Um, the press corps room does not belong to Jim Acosta, despite his apparent belief that it is his personal studio for oh, the Jim God. Acosta show. He's rude, oh, belligerent. My God. Uh, and just because Trump's an asshole doesn't excuse he him. What? He's supposed to be a journalist. He isn't. He engages what? in theatrical antics and oh, uh, crowds out other uh, reporters, taking up their time, denying them their ability to ask questions well, because he lose. thinks he's some sort of superstar. Well, he and, is. And, uh, you know, Trump had enough of him. And uh, when he pulled that stunt with the intern, oh, uh, that was enough oh, of it. Besides, on. in the incident, Trump answered the damn question. What? Uh, just, you know, and it wasn't really a question. I mean, basically, you're asking him to clarify a statement he had already made. You know, are the caravan invaders? Trump says, yeah, they're invaders. Jim Acosta says, well, I don't think they are. Well, no one cares what Jim Acosta says. That's not his job. His job was to get answers from Trump. He asked his questions, you know, quote unquote, and Trump answered it. That's it. The other reporters get their turn now. Sit your ass down. Oh, no, good Lord. he's Jim Acosta. Yes. And now the press corps room is the studio for the Jim Acosta show. Well, How about that? Fine. Yeah, I'll you, take it. Don't give me this shit. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, that uh, they would all be uh, wrapping around Fox News if uh, oh, Obama Lord, had booted no. out a reporter. Obama did ban Fox News from events. Good. Uh, and worse. First of all, they illegally spied on Fox News reporters. What? Uh, and they oh, went yeah. after Cheryl Atkinson when yeah. they didn't like what she said. Funny how the left cheered yes. her when she was going after George W. Bush. But whoa, well, the same microscope applied to Obama. Oh, well, oh, fuck no. her. And I think it was a learning experience for Atkinson because she thought these were people and colleagues that she uh, were friendly with uh-huh. and respected. And boy, did they turn tail uh-huh. uh, when she said, hey, wait a minute, Obama's not exactly obeying the law here oh well well good drop kick her out of there and then the investigations turn to ap reporters and they say whoa 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 Uh (laughs) bama come on and he's all right so they called it off but he did it nonetheless oh in the case of fox news with james rosen he spied on the man's elderly parents so Bear me the outrage no. over shitty little Jim Costa. Oh, no, you're not spared. And besides, oh, guess what, Doug? Fox News agreed with CNN. What? And they even said they'd file an amicus brief in the case. So eat it. Eat it. I'm going to eat anything. They buckled to the pressure of the other press corps. said, hey, we said Obama shouldn't have banned you when they did. You ought to step up to them. Well, yeah. 
No, it's not the same because Obama banned the network. Yeah. CNN still had reporters. They could send anyone in there, just not the one who refused to behave. Yeah, well, the judge didn't see it your way, so stuff it. <laughs> yeah, why do we even bother with voting and stuff? Why don't we what? just have judges decide everything for oh, us? Oh, good I Lord. mean, they have black robes and stuff, so clearly they're smarter than we are. And who well, cares yeah. if it's not based on the statute, the very law that they're supposedly bound by? Uh-huh. Well, but, uh, of course, we are. What? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what? another little lesson in uh, our lovely system uh-huh. that uh, probably would work if only it was allowed to. Oh, <laughs> oh good God. Uh, enough stuck. of that shit. Oh, my uh, God. Let's see here. Uh, Aquaman is coming oh, to theaters God. this December. Now, Aquaman, I ain't got as no you know, I've talked ad nauseum. Um. <laughs> About the DCEU. This sure was do. the cinematic universe of uh, DC comic superhero characters. Yeah. Uh, in an attempt to go up against the Marvel movies. And, well, other than Wonder Woman, I guess, oh, sort of Man great. of Steel, it fell flat. She's wonderful. Uh, so, uh, but they already had some films in the hopper when uh, Justice League pooped the bed. Uh, so now uh, Aquaman is one of those, the first one since. And very little leaked out about it. Uh, there were some test <laughs> screenings and some said, that's eh, all right, and that sort of thing. Nothing spectacular. Now, uh, there's since been some other shoots, and there's always reshoots in these movies. But I was nervous about it because I figured, uh uh, Warner Brothers is interfering with whatever director James Wan wanted to do. And making him uh, make it like Marvel and put some cheesy jokes in it from old Buffy shows and crap like that. Oh, Buffy was a classic. And uh, and basically uh, whittling it down to a cheesy piece of shit. <laughs> well, now, come uh, on. Which is what they tend to do. Uh, but apparently that's not the case. Uh, these latest screenings, people are saying it's very good and well, there you uh, go. that they're comparing it to uh, Wonder Woman, which would be oh fantastic. Uh, for this uh, franchise to survive, uh, and uh, it, it, just what they need. They need a shot in the arm, and uh, at the time, I said everything hangs on the shoulders of Aquaman. It's not necessarily fair, no. but that's where they are. Yeah. Uh, there are two other films, of course, the Wonder Woman sequel, oh, which has been great. pushed back, so it's going to be even later. Oh, and, no, and, what? Uh, but before that, you get Shazam, uh, and oh. they're still connected, I believe. Uh, there was a teaser released by Shazam, which showed scenes from the Man of Steel film, uh, showing that it does exist within the same universe. And uh, I'm hoping they'll keep that going, uh, just because uh, there were failures here and there due to meddling from Warner Brothers. Uh, doesn't mean that the concept should be abandoned, especially when you have somebody who can deliver good, entertaining films Within it, it's really not that complicated. It's just a matter of the stories well, let's see and you make a uh, the plot structures as you set up for it. And you got to have a good one to begin with. And once you've settled on a vision, you can't rearrange it at the 11th hour, which they kept doing with uh, Batman versus Superman. And then, boy, oh, yeah. uh, Justice League. Good Lord. That thing, uh, it, the more and more you hear about and see the scenes and the details of the original scripts and all that stuff, and people saying there's no other cut. That, well, where <laughs> is don't it? Don't reshoot a film three times with no cut. I mean, what are you reshooting? So, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's all over and done with. So, 
uh, recent uh, news about the uh, Aquaman film is that the uh, AMC and Regal websites are saying it runs at two hours and 23 minutes. Now, Justice League was was about around that neck of the woods, or maybe a little longer, maybe like uh, two hours and 30 minutes. What? Um, and Warner Brothers uh, shit their pants over it and said, oh, no, uh, that's too long. You can't ask an audience to do that. Well, they And initially, it was supposed to be part one of a, a two-part uh, story. Oh, good luck. Uh, and you can't have it uh, end on a cliffhanger and all that sort of thing. Well, no. It's exactly what Infinity War was. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. Just, uh, and it, well, you, when you have a story and it needs its time to be told, as long as it's good, it really isn't going to matter that much. No. Uh, if it drags on, if there's things that are boring, then yes, the timeline would be problematic. I don't know if that was the case. We haven't seen the original film of that. But here, Aquaman. Well, you never will. Uh, James Wan, who's. Uh, really earned his keep there because he's the guy who was behind the Conjuring films, which were very successful for Warner Brothers and all oh, that. Those are creepy. And so, I don't know, maybe he carries some weight now more than Snyder did uh, at that time. So, this is why uh, they're kind of keeping hands off, which is very good. It means that the direct or original vision that this guy had for this film is largely intact, uh, I'm guessing, based on this. And uh, so that's a hopeful sign that at least you'll have a complete story that isn't hacked up and switched around and stuff pasted over it and all that. Well, it's just not going to work. Well, um, you don't know, maybe. Uh, if there's yeah. other failures, uh, an actor couldn't show up or some effects went wrong and right. uh, an accident where a stuntman died, all kinds of oh, crap no. can happen. And uh, the one time I've seen it where a film, pretty much a third of it got completely redone was World War Z, and it worked. When I heard details yeah, of the original that story, that just, that, that just didn't sound like it would have been great. So that's the one time. <laughs> Well, if I think about it, there's probably some others. Um, but for the most part, uh, it no. And and the amount of money you got to spend and all that, and after so many uh, failures, it's it, they probably just went for broke and trusted in James Wan. So and they should. The trailers look cool. The, the scenes in Aquaman, is he's got the Aquaman suit. Why was it so hard to put him in the Aquaman yeah, suit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't good. understand. James Momoa looks like he's ready to take this. Yeah. And who knows? This might be a big franchise for him. He's been in quite a few other films. He's most known for Kyle Drogo from the Game of Thrones series. Oh, that was and, so uh, good. Yeah. This might be a big winner. For him, and uh, I'm hoping so. I'm biased towards DC Comics. I wanted to see yep. this thing play out, the experiment to be put out, and uh, this is probably part of a soft reboot from the Snyder vision of the movies. Well, uh, Snyder uh, made some mistakes. I will concede yep. that there are things he did I did not like, nope. but I don't think he deserves the massive bitch fest and hatred that was flung at him, especially well. for a lot of things that had really. Very little to do with him and uh, things that were just weren't in his control. Uh, Warner Brothers is the studio. They're the boss. They own these properties. 
and yeah. uh, they what can you destroy your film, and there's nothing you can do about it. No. So uh, there you go. Again, the uh, the screenings now, and it's completed form seem to be very positive. And um, also, there, there was a mention that there's a mid-credit scene. Now, this is another thing that seems confirmed to me that they're continuing with this shared universe business and maybe the mid credits well, has some clue leading into either the wonder woman film or to the shazam film i don't know uh that might be something completely separate from james one it's added into it for the purposes of uh warner brothers wanting this shared universe and that's fine in that it's it's you know it's pretty much after what aquaman's movie's done and again, it could just be some little teaser about a future Aquaman film. Yeah, probably. Know. That's probably but, what it is. Um, That's what I think. It, this, to me, for what I want, is positive news. And uh, I'm hopeful for the DC future. And uh, uh, left alone, when they've agreed to a vision, when some director and writer what approaches you with the story and you like it, you okay it, you green light it, then that's where you're going. You can't come in at the 11th hour and want any, a completely different film. I can understand, again, accidents and problems in uh, editing and, oh, this really, this really won't fit and that sort of thing. Yeah. And you need a reshoot. Right. Yeah, but to change the entire thing to a totally different animal, oh, boy, that's just uh, – that just doesn't bear out. Uh, not everybody's going to end up with World War Z. So – well, they could. Uh, so anyway, hopeful for Aquaman, and uh, we don't have much longer to wait. Uh, it will open uh, December twentieth. Uh, so uh, wow. looking forward to Aquaman. Merry Christmas, Aquaman. Also, I mean, um, oh god, I mean, Happy Holidays, during, Aquaman. During uh, Halloween month, I just didn't get around to mentioning this cool series that was on Netflix, and it was The Haunting of Hill House, and oh, I yeah. highly recommend it. It's a oh. powerful series. Oh, it's spooky. And uh, I was watching some YouTube review videos, and uh, this woman was talking about an article in Vogue where the Ooh. writer was just saying it was a uh, piss-poor year for horror films, and she was going to how she didn't agree with that. And um, so, you know, there was some – I mean, it was a, it was a smash hit oh, at yeah. the movies. And uh, it also uh, just dumped some shade all over the the haunting of Hill House. And I just like sometimes I think a lot of these reviewers, they're not really watching the show. They're too busy looking at their phone and stuff. That's not watching the show, especially when you're going to review the damn thing. You need to pay attention. And uh, I just don't know how it gets to the acting was sloppy. It dragged on. I really, you know, no, it did not. It It was a very powerful film in that uh, series. Yeah. And that it, it, there's, there's scares in it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a ghost story. Uh And, uh, and there's a little bit of violent things here and there, but for the most part, there's not a lot of gore or anything like that. It's just, of course, uh, the scares of the ghost appearing and, you know, they look dark and evil and whatnot. But it's the, the ultimate, uh, idea 
that the ultimate horror is more times than not a fear of sadness uh, because yeah. it's this family and they're dealing with the loss of loved ones, first their mother and yeah. then each other as they grow into adulthood. And that it's a kind of a back and forth mm-hmm. uh, of flashbacks and time in the way the show is set up. The first part of the series, the, oh, a lot brilliant. of the episodes are just telling the same event over and over, but through the viewpoint of the different siblings yeah. of this family that lived in that very house. Clever. And, um, and it's all very well done. And very tactical and uh tactical. boy i tell you uh the fifth episode <laughs> oh, <laughs> prepare God. yourself for oh. that one <laughs> that one is kind of like oh, the Lord. peak of the series oh, it's still uh, after that there's so a couple episodes terrible. maybe they do get a little weak and kind of fizzles a bit and fall, but it, it it resolves itself and yeah, the, their yeah, story I, yeah. uh, is told and uh, reaches the full resolution. It's really good. Um, there's possibilities. I don't know if they intend to do this as an ongoing series where Ooh. you could tell other stories about this house because the, the, you are oh, introduced right. to other ghosts and from the yeah. past and whatnot, and there might be yeah. their stories could be told uh-huh. uh, in future stories. But this family is, I think that's done. I wouldn't want to see them return because I think that's that's all over and done with. Well, maybe. Uh, but uh, a very touching and... Uh, uh, a hauntingly beautiful series. If I, if you can, even though yes. it's really terrible what happens, and the oh, house yeah. is evil. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. So there again, I suppose the future series could delve into the origins of the house and why it's the way it is, and you know what is it? You know, is it possessed or is it a portal to hell or something? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend. Me too. Uh, the haunting of Hill House. Uh, it's it's a great series. So check that out go see it all right i'll take a little break to uh play bits and ads and then we'll come back (laughs) with a new episode of love a star god (laughs) you're listening to the mr nelson show here on radiomisfits.com like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. (laughs) Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, 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 my, oh. Let's move these panties aside, and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, ooh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Oh, ah, oh, wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell messy. In outer space? I, I, I don't know what. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, well, we, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh, yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. Great displays of vanity, Night-Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night-Night t-shirt, Bobo. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night-Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh, look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, Bobo, damn it. Anyway, folks... If you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. And now, from Nelson Productions comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! War continues to be waged between Earth and her allies against the forces of Mars and Venus. Meanwhile, Bubba Stargon and his friends have been assigned to the Uranus Patrol. And as Bubba and his crew are patrolling the area in the patrol ship Edsel, the staff back at the Uranus Patrol space station in orbit of the planet Uranus eagerly awaits word. From Bubba and the Edsel. You know that chick? Twata Slide? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I nailed her. I hit that. <laughs> no, you Right didn't. in the butt. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. She's begging me for it. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, you're full of crap. No, no look. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, I had the PAL system record the whole event in my cabin. What? So here it is in 3D. That's the whole footage. 
Well, oh, man. man. Don't oh, see your butt. My butt but, oh, man. I'm Jeez. giving it to her. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's good. She's. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it to her big time. A stooge. Uh, what? Uh, it looks like. Twat is a trans woman. <laughs> Shut no. up! No, she's no, not. I'm serious. What, what the hell? Zoom in on the footage and right, uh, rotate what? it around. What? What's that between her legs down there? You know, what? that thing throbbing and getting hard. What? Oh my god! What What the hell is that? It's a trap. Uh, oh, uh, it's yeah. Dr. Sarnis Lear. Uh, I wasn't no. expecting you. At ease, at ease, gentlemen. And let that be a lesson to you, Stooger. Yeah. When they always uh, open up like that and offer you the back door, yeah. you better check the front door before you go in. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, word to the wise there. Oh, so, geez. have we had any word yeah. from the Edsel? Uh, 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 no, sir. N not yet, <laughs> but uh, they uh, it's still time before the deadline for their check-in. So uh, we'll, we'll oh, see geez. if they... Uh, they oh, uh, we're getting a signal now. It... It's from the Ensel. All right, let's hear it. Boom, despair. Ensel, we're receiving. Deep dark depression. Ensel? Sounds like Dr. Hatfield. I can see. He sounds as if he's in some kind of distress. He's not the only one. Probably drunk. That's why they call him booze. Oh. Who the hell the system. Booze! Booze, this is Dr. Lear! Yeah. Booze, can you hear me? Is. Listen, damn it! Life is. Straighten yourself up, Dr. Booze! Having the water splash oh, up on your balls. He, can you hear us? I, I don't damn. know. I, I'm trying to get the it signal back. Right. It, it seems to be open. I, I'm not oh, sure why he can't hear us. Um, Dr. Hatfield, it's against regulations to misuse the intercom system this way. I mean, we're at war, for God's sakes. Oh, God damn it. We're getting another signal. What? It looks like an unidentified spacecraft is approaching the base. Huh? Oh, yeah, it is. I'm not getting any register. Unidentified vessel. Yes, please, God. Uh, uh, unidentified vessel, identify yourself. Yeah, I'm not getting any registration signals. Uh, it's complete silence. Oh, man. That's very suspicious. Uh, unidentified vessel, hold your position and identify yourself. Otherwise, we'll be forced to defend ourselves. We are at war. Yeah, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, we better go to... Oh, oh man! No, oh, no! They fired on us! Who? Who fired on us? Ooh, indeed. Perhaps we'll find out later, but now we join Bubba Stargon and his crew aboard the Edsel. Captain Stargon. Hey, Ludie. Well, I just found Dr. Hatfield unconscious oh. on the floor <laughs> in a <laughs> no. pool of his own vomit and urine. Oh, oh no! Geez. Well, you know, uh, that happens. But booze. That's far too frequently. Why we call him booze, you know, in case you haven't yes. figured that part out. Yes, but, but... Uh, I'll be damned if he isn't the best medic and uh, doctor uh, uh -huh. uh, in the fleet, you know. Uh, boy, man, oh, yeah. he, he can figure some things out. And boy, does he know how to relieve pain. He, his knowledge of pain relievers is just uh, well, yes, it's well, second to none. Uh, that's really fine there, uh, Bubba, but... 
He was at the communications array and he left it open. Oh, no, that, well. oh, no, that's a big no-no. Yeah, thanks, mm, Yes, it is a big no-no for many reasons, not the least of which leaving open the communications array gives away our position to enemy forces. Yeah, well, yeah, I assume you turned it off? Yes, but... Well, then there you go. We weren't attacked, no harm done. And, Bubba. Uh, you know, I'll have a talk with Booze oh, when he, God. uh... When he wakes up and uh, sobers up, so... Uh, yeah, well, it appears we he transmitted a message back to base. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it, it was his turn to uh, give the report. <laughs> well, intoxicated... Oh, that's uh, another big no-no. Uh, all right, I get it. I get it. Uh, look, I'll, I'll clean the mess up, ladies, okay? Uh, Butsy, uh, get the get base on the, on the horn. Yes, sir. Opening channel now. Uranus, this is Bubba Stargon on the Edzo. That Uranus, can they hear me? Uh, they should. It's a clear signal. I don't see what the problem is. Edzo, Edzo, this is Doctor Saurus Lear. Oh, hey, Doc. Are you reading me, Edzo? Yeah, you're coming in. Kind of staticky, but you know. Say, uh, <laughs> you look like crap. What the hell? We've been attacked what? by an apparent enemy vessel, although Who? we were unable to get a reading on it. It was as if huh? it was invisible and could disappear and reappear What? at a moment's notice. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Yes. They're coming again! Dr. Lear! Dr. Lear! Get him back, Butsy! Get him back! I, I, I try it! I'll try harder! Well, we know what this means. We didn't want it here, but now it's finally arrived. The war! There's only one thing to do. Lieutenant Looney, best speed to Uranus. Oh, no! Has Uranus finally been attacked by the enemy? Can Bubba defend Uranus from a full-on assault? Find out! In the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Yeah, I'd be in a lot of trouble if it wasn't for Kevin McLeod. Thanks, Kevin. I don't know the man, but uh, boy, does he provide an invaluable uh, resource. And uh, there's quite a few other people do the same. You can look that up at, I think it's pd.com. And at his site is in Competech. And you look under the uh, royalty-free music section. But he's also at the PD uh, music, uh, which is public domain music deal. And uh, it's a good resource for uh, if you want to make your recordings. And then YouTube also has its own selection of different people. There's Techno Axe and uh, Jingle Punks, I believe they're called. <laughs> and, uh, well, I just got a whole uh, collection of that stuff uh, that I uh, make use of in uh, my stories for you, the people. Uh, let's see, a few little tidbits to uh, round out the show. 
Uh, the cartoon reboot of She-Ra. She-Ra, She-Ra. Yeah, I'm very ashamed that I remember that song, even though I think I only saw the movie because my brother was uh, very into uh, He-Man. Um, and uh, He-Man, uh, she was He-Man's sister, and she was on another world, and they crossed over and in a movie. Anyway, uh, she got her own show and stuff like that. So, they rebooted uh, She-Ra, and of course today she has to be a very boyish-looking uh, lesbian. Um, uh, and now, I was pointing out one of the m- few male characters, well, he just looks gay, but then uh, someone pointed out the original version, and uh, <laughs> he was always gay. <laughs> I mean, come on, you just can't wear that stuff and tell me you're not gay. <laughs> uh, but as for the rest, they made this a lot of the, all the women look like supermodels because they're superheroic uh, people, you know. And uh, but no, now one of them has to uh, be morbidly obese and uh, apparently <laughs> has powers of wind. <laughs> and of course, the fart jokes everywhere on the Internet. <laughs> You walked right into that. Uh, so people were uh, say, oh, this is going to be uh, some virtue signaling uh, SJW message uh, thing about uh, uh, gay uh, people and uh, LGBTQ plus IA and sometimes Y, whatever. If you leave one out, you're a bigot. And uh, it's hard to keep up with the uh, vegetable soup there. But nevertheless... Uh, that was the messaging, and, and the response to anybody criticizing it for that was that, oh, uh, you're perverted, you're sexualizing a, a cartoon for children, and the characters, the original series, the characters were cl- clearly adults, but in this version, they look to be about uh, maybe as young as 12. So the argument was, oh, you're sexualizing them. Not really. They were talking about what the potential messages of the show was. And they were right. It that is the message of the show, and it's all they've got. Uh, the artwork is terrible. Uh, it might have worked in one of these little dipshit two minute cartoon type things for a joke, uh, but for a full blown series, no. It's like the worst of Japanese animation, which I'm not a big fan of. Some of it, it they do it well. And there's lessons to be learned there, but uh, this crew didn't. The backgrounds looked okay, but uh, I, I didn't watch the show. I just watched uh, the trailers and clips, and <laughs> I'm sorry, no. <laughs> uh, but people who were interested in it watched it, and oh boy, were they furious! Yeah, they don't like it. Um, and it's just, and this is another example of this business of it, uh, this lazy lack of creativity and lazy work that's the slap job shows uh whatever the message might be whether it's uh gender identity and uh, uh, racial identities and stuff like that that's used as the protection so that you can't criticize the show because if you do you're some sort of bigot phobe something or other and uh that's the way to shield it from the business of a bad show that's just bad all around. I don't care uh, what the characters were or looked like or whatever the story was about. So 
the Rotten Tomatoes, and yet showing a greater division and the idea that uh, even in entertainment media, media, uh, the journalism is quite suspect. So uh, the uh, uh, initial uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, the critics gave it a 100% approval. The viewers gave it 0%. (laughs) It's never been so stark. And then there's the business of fake reviews. You'll go through... You've got your choice of five stars to, you know, like, oh, this is, they knocked it out of the park and, you know, down to either one star or no stars and that sort of thing. And there was, all of a sudden, there's tons of five star reviews, but it's clear that these aren't real accounts. They, there's not even a, an image of the person holding the account. It's, it's just, you know, and, and there's very, there's never any comments. There's no commentary about, well, here's what worked, here's what didn't, and all that sort of thing. It's just the five stars <laughs> over and over again. Same thing happened with the crappy Star Wars cartoon that they just uh, debuted a while back. Uh, the uh, Star Wars Resistance, which is, oh, God, I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, oh, no. The only thing that looked good was their drawings of the spaceships. Uh, the actual human characters are just, I can't even look at them. It's so badly done. And... Uh, so that's another one where there was this, you know, fake reviews and stuff. Why are you doing it? Do you really think that's going to work? Where it's just, no, it's not bad. Look, it's got all these reviews. It's good. Check it out. Well, okay, they check it out. Yeah, this is shit. You know, it's not going to, you can't create a fake audience unless, I mean, are your corporate heads that stupid? I mean, maybe so. Maybe it fools them for a while. Look, we're very successful. Oh, really? Well, let's order another season of that. And there's nobody watching it, um, except for YouTubers who bitch about it. <laughs> That's your audience. Uh, so I, it's a strange thing and a strange time we live in of the desperation and especially these things are uh, expensive, and these are big projects, and it's supposed to uh, explode into a new giant franchise and toys and merchandising and all that, and it's dead on arrival. And so a fakery is used to try to save it instead of, well, uh, we learned a lesson here, huh? No, they didn't. They're probably going to reboot something else, and it's, it's <laughs> the reboot's... I mean, you learn nothing from the original property. You just want the brand name and you slap it on this lazy project and then you throw in some sort of message about, like I said, racism, identity politics, whatever. And, uh, oh, if you have any problems with, well, this was just boring and bad, acted and voiced and what have you. Oh, well, you're just a hater of women or something. So uh, this is just, I guess, you thought there'd be enough uh, uh uh, examples like from Ghostbusters on down uh, for people to learn from this, but nope, nope, doubling down. You know um, what's that about insanity? Uh, you redouble your efforts <laughs> after constant failure. Uh, so uh, it looks like uh, uh, there doesn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel just yet. So, in other entertainment news. Actress Jada Pinkett Smith, that's Will Smith's wife, and uh, you've seen her around. She's been in a lot of films and TV, and uh, uh, she was in the Matrix films and stuff like that. And uh, she was recently a part of the uh, Gotham TV series, which started out pretty good and then turned to crap, but that's not really on her. That's on the writers. Uh, But anyway, she recently said that she hates blonde white women. Yeah, those really get 
under her skin, so to speak. <laughs> so Jada Pinkett Smith is a racist. Uh, she's just a racist. Oh, wait. Of course, she has no power or privileges. No, she's just a millionaire movie star living in a palace. But uh, you got to have power and privileges to be racist. So a white guy or white blonde woman, per se, her, her real uh, 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 obsessive hatred uh, object here, uh, who lives in a trailer park and works at Walmart, is more powerful and privileged than a millionaire movie star in uh, a palatial mansion. Yeah. Well, I guess we learned something this week. Thanks for listening, and hey, uh, I hope you did enjoy Bubba Stargon, and I suddenly realized I, I had an ad for the Night Night t-shirt at my store, and which I do, and uh, if you want one, head over there. Uh, there's plenty of stuff there for you at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. But there's also now Bubba Stargon t-shirts. There's one based off of the Star Trek series that I did originally. And then there's one that's, uh, uh, Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol. Yes, all your favorite characters from the Uranus Patrol <laughs> are on the shirt. Uh, there's Bubba, there's Mr. Spot. There's Ludi, even Pal, the robot version of the Pal computer system, Dr. Booze Hatfield, and, of course, cute little Butsy. Yes, you can see all your characters in cartoon form, provided by me, yes, my artwork, on a t-shirt. And there's different options. There's more expensive shirts, if you so desire. But the basic shirt is only $14.95. And right now, there's a 15% discount uh, with the code, and the code's right there, uh, the description there. This one says, Weekdays Shops, with a Z. So, um, you head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and get yourself your Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, get over there. Soon as possible. It'll be greatly appreciated. Mm, yeah, and it's 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 Christmas time, so you might want to think about that, too. All right, thank you for listening. We'll do it again come Wednesday. And uh, I'll see you there. Or, well, you'll hear me and I'll, well, I'll, you know, I'll make noises that uh, resemble English uh, and talking and stories. Something like that. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. What's that between her legs down there? You know, that thing throbbing and getting hard. Oh my god! What? It's a trap. Uh oh.